welcome back to Nope, I'm Scared. Um, it's me, Alexa, again. And, oh, still that. And Josh. Um, Ella actually went back down to LA for a week and, um, just, she had plans with my mom and it's kind of, kind of like a, you know, just a pre-birthday thing because if you don't know, Ella's a cancer. And so she's got like birthday stuff going on. I don't know how to do this, but so it's been a little crazy. I always feel bad because I feel like we say, like, oh, we're gonna be back to normal. Yeah. And then it doesn't work out. We try our best. It's just been a lot of changes, a lot of adjustments, and a lot of like unforeseen circumstances mm-hmm. outside of the huge like nail in the coffin that happened on Friday. And um so there's been a lot of like kind of sitting with how that feels and being really mad and really sad and also just kind of really numb. Maybe we should at least like because we do have listeners from outside of the US, we should just verify what we're talking about. I mean, I don't think anyone will be surprised by what I'm talking about because it's been everywhere. But um, on June 24th, 2022, the Supreme Court of America, who was largely appointed by Trump, overturned Roe v. Wade, which was a 50-year law case ruling um, that had been turned into a law or actually, I don't think so. Maybe that was that's why it was a constitution, and they had all this time to codify it into law, and then just didn't. But so every woman in America, any person with a uterus in America now, is kind of at the mercy of their state legislation for whether or not they're allowed to have an abortion, and that has been a big thing. I'm not surprised. They all told us this was happening. The conservative right has been working for this for a very long time. It's disgusting. But it doesn't make it any less devastating. Right. Because, especially considering that I am a woman who lives in Oregon now and is from California, I know that most likely this won't have a large personal effect upon me because I am lucky enough to live in a blue state in a blue county Mm -hmm. Um, and then my hometown is a blue state in a blue county so you know but I can't ignore all the people that are in these places that already cannot get abortions right now people who were in waiting rooms and, and had to get had to leave. To, yeah had to be told that we can't do this and i know we have listeners all across the country and me and ella are furious and we've we've talked about it it's been a little hard because of her busy schedule for her with her trip right now but um if anyone is following us on instagram you saw that we posted a thing that just said to just burn it all down because that's mostly where we go back to of just like this is absolutely ridiculous and disgusting 
And so that's where we're at. And also that if anyone needs to come visit their friends um, from the internet, their internet friends, um, we always have a couch and a really cool itinerary of plants if anyone should need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of all we can do. We're trying to figure out how to help and how to do it in a way that feels the most like us to do because some things feel like not enough and feel very just kind of performative reactionary and we're trying to be a little more problem solving so we're trying to figure out what we can do in that regard but if you guys need to talk to us our email is open our instagram dms are open you if you don't want us to respond, you can just dump it all in there, and that's fine. But if you need to talk about anything, you can talk to us. And um, if you don't want to listen to it, because it is a lighter episode, we're just doing some scary stories that I got off Reddit today. Um, but our email is podcast at gmail.com. You can write whatever you need to write down in there. And our Instagram and Twitter are both nope underscore I'm underscore scared. And again, write whatever you need to. If you want us to interact with it, just let us know. Because I think we're going to kind of tend on responding because that's definitely who I am. And I think more so, like Ella does it too. She's not the best at like getting back to it, but we are always going to read it. Um, so I guess it's more if you don't want us to respond, you just want it to be out of your brain, let us know that. But we're here for you, and we're feeling all of it, too. I wish Ella could be here to, like, say her piece about it. I'm like, sure we'll talk about it again. It's just that oh yeah, totally. with everything going on for her birthday, like, she's gone this week, and then when she comes back, there's going to be a bunch of people in our new apartment. And so finding recording time is going to be a little bit of a challenge. But we're just going to have to see about making it work because our anniversary is coming up. And I know I have plans. Two years. It's, I think, three years. <laughs> we started in 20... No, two. You're right. We started in 2020. Yeah, so like... Time is 20... a weird soup. Time is a weird soup. 2020 plus 2022. I know, math. I'm good. Thank you for checking me out. No, okay, that sounded bad. But, <laughs> like, if you take what I said anyways, I said 2020 plus 2022, and I was going to say equals tw- two years, but that's not true. I mean, that equals I get like 4, it, though. something. Okay. So, yeah, enough of that for now. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I'm pretty sure any true crime case is going to be a lot right now so i think you are safe to expect some spooky for at least a few weeks to just kind of let us process oh yeah um and i know that some of you are more here for spooky and some of you are more here for true crime i'm trying to see where our numbers come from that but stick around i'm just saying it's going to be mostly spooky i like both okay like detectives that are like supernatural detectives that's Mm -hmm. bullshit but minus the police yeah. Okay, are you ready? 
Oh, yeah. I forgot you're reading to me. Yeah, to you. You're not <laughs> just <me>? listening. <laughs> to you? <laughs> Are you? Now hold the candle out, my dear. And let's it's do. a very, very anniversary. <laughs> Disney, don't come for us. Okay. Um, this one is from uh, Christian is Lost 72. Wait, what's the name? Christian is Lost 72. Oh, I thought it was like law. And I was like, oh, that's no, a that's lost. Um, and it's called The White Witch. I have no jokes. Yeah, we're trying to be spooky here. Yeah. Okay. In the early 80s, I lived in Okinawa, Japan. Ooh. My dad thought that seeing the world would be an adventure that would help my brother and I become better men. And I have to say, I think he was right. Being in the military showed me Ah. cultures many would never get to experience. And I am thankful for every experience that life gave to me. I was going to say, if he's in Okinawa just with his dad, like, for the hell of it, that's that's pretty rare. But, like, being there for the military, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm even thankful for the scary ones. While we lived in Japan, my father wanted us to have a fully immersive experience. So he chose to move us into a small Japanese neighborhood off base. Oh, wow. We lived in a little house at the top of an enormous hill in a cul-de-sac that overlooked, I kid you not, part of a huge zoo. And on the other side, a fairly large cemetery. Oh my gosh. Um, Our particular house was set far above the monkey habitats, about a mile downhill. Between us and those habitats was nothing but thick Indiana Jones-style jungle. Wow. A jungle the neighborhood kids and I would tromp through endlessly, ignoring the local warnings about poisonous snakes and ancient untripped mines from World War II. Oh my gosh. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be, but it's still a little astonishing how many places just have, like, live mines and they're like, yeah. Well, we don't have good technology to, like, fix that shit. No, but I think they're, like, all over Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's a bunch of them in Japan from World War II. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's anything in Vietnam still. Probably. I mean, the Americans didn't didn't know the Vietnam terrain as well as the Vietnamese, so -hmm. probably less there. And that was not a good one, so... Uh, we were the only American family living in that cul-de-sac, completely surrounded by Japanese families, cool. and it was amazing. That's cool. The kids loved us, and although we understood each other, un- although we couldn't communicate through language very well, we understood each other perfectly, well, most of the time. Opposite us was an older couple with a lush garden surrounding their property. The older woman wanted us to call her Mama-san, and she had us helping her in the garden whenever she could coax us over with green tea and chocolate banana cookies. Those sound great. Yeah. I want to make chocolate. I mean, I want to make chocolate banana macaron, but... How do you say that? Macaron. Macaron. Oh, come on. You're Portuguese. You're right next to France, sort of. I I got all the recessive Macaron. Macaron. Because macaroon is a coconut pastry that everyone forgets about. I can't roll my R's. Anyway, okay. Um, 
We loved her. She was so welcoming and generous, as was everyone else, actually. We lived in a wonderful neighborhood. The only drawback to Mama-san's home, however, was that um, she directly overlooked the cemetery. And that cemetery was unlike any cemetery I had ever seen before. Because Okinawa is an island, burials don't happen very often. Mm. Instead, above-ground crypts are built, like New Orleans. Orleans. Um, Many of them built into the sides of the hill that make up the island. Oh, shit. The crypts are large, made of huge arcs of polished stone, set over a large square of that stone, which has a square insert cut into the middle of it for the coffin to be placed inside. So it's a big mausoleum that has like square slabs so that you can pull them out put a coffin in and replace the slab of, of stone oh like fucking um place in glendale we went mm-hmm. to yeah yeah nat king cole i saw his square once inside the square is inset with another piece of polished stone just inside leaving a kind of shelf on the outside so offerings could be made to the to lost loved ones Yen, food, flowers, incense are some of the offerings given. Below Mama-san's house was a valley that swooped back up into another hill opposite her home. That valley and both hills were covered with these crypts, and spider-webbing up and down through the crypts were various stone-step pathways that were old and badly maintained. It was quite a sight. One evening, Mama-san asked me to come visit with her alone. She had something to show me, but it was only for me as the older brother. Interesting. Intrigued and a bit proud, I agreed. She took me to the back of her garden and sat me on a thick wooden bench that was carved with scenes of fishermen and men with swords and told me she had a story to tell. Mama-san then disappeared for a few minutes and soon returned with a tray that held hot green tea and sweet rice cakes. Sitting next to me, she smiled and commented on the colors of the evening sky as the sun began to lower. Mama-san said that she had seen me, my brother, and some other kids daring each other to follow the stairway path down into the cemetery. Oh, shit. She's about to set him straight right now. It's like, hey, kid, you know how you're doing this? Here's how you're going to die. You have to understand, the path from our little home area down to the cemetery consists of hundreds of steps, many broken or cracking, in and out of bushes and a steep incline. It would be dangerous for anyone, but the real test was seeing how long we could take walking through the crypts at night. Mama-san wanted to explain why that was a bad idea. Yep. Many years ago, during the war, Americans were thought to be devils. Mm -hmm. Monsters that would murder innocent citizens for no reason other than to kill. That fear was the product of wartime propaganda used to encourage young men to military service and farmers to fight alongside with them. Oh, gosh. Especially, like, given Japan and and the United States being some of the most imperialistic uh, nations during that time. I mean, I just think propaganda is propaganda. Yeah. So it's always going to paint the other party as the worst thing. Right. Ever. So, um, I wonder if Okinawa was a 
territory of Japan before it became part of it, kind of like Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Guam. However, many didn't. Many ran. And with nowhere to go, nowhere to hide, hundreds of Japanese citizen her- citizens hurled themselves off a cliffside oh, rather than face torture at the hands of their perceived enemy. Oh, fuck. I was terrified at hearing this. I had no idea this had happened. I was mortified and hit with a sudden such sadness that I started to cry. Gosh, how old was this kid? I don't know. They didn't, didn't say. Um, well, we educate you about your ancestors. They're shit. Eat your sweet rice cakes. <laughs> the sun was setting, and the sky went from pink and blue to deep orange and red. Blood red. Mama Sun reached out and held my hand, telling me not to worry. This was the past, and the past is something we must always remember so we never go back. Nice. She went on with her story. One young woman had followed through with this sacrifice with her two children, but she survived the fall. She was in a coma for months, and when she did regain consciousness, she was horrified to realize she was not with her children. Oh, shit. They had been buried somewhere in that cemetery down below, in an unmarked crypt that held many others. The woman would spend days and nights in the surgery, searching the cemetery, crying in pain, the torment of her loss unbearable. That sounds like some wraith shit that's about to start. Until the day that she threw herself in the ocean to hopefully be reunited with her lost family. But they say she never found her children. Her act of suicide doomed her to purgatory, and she would remain tortured for eternity. Now the sun had disappeared. (laughs) The cemetery drowned in inky blackness, the main path dotted with dim, broken lights, feebly illuminating small areas. Mama-san continued. She still wanders the cemetery, she said, looking for her kids. You can hear her crying. And then she pointed down. I didn't want to, but I did. I looked. In the back of the cemetery, in the darkness, there was a white figure. At first, a bright white light, moving slowly, kind of shaking. It moved from side to side, like it was moving among the crypts, and you could actually hear the crying. Soft at first, then low moans and whimpers of pain. As it got closer, I was terrified. I wanted to run, but Mama Sun held my hand and whispered that she wouldn't come up here. Nice. We were too far. But that is why we shouldn't go down there after dark. She said many don't know her story and call her the White Witch, which angers her. It's best to stay away. It's best to pray for her. Mama Sun said she comes out to see her often, hoping one day she will find her salvation. Needless to say, I never went down to the cemetery. <laughs> Not once, and I never sat back there with Mama Sun again either. That was enough for me. I did, yeah. however, visit Suicide Hill. It's called Peace Prayer Park now, out of respect. That's nice. I cried the whole time we were there. I prayed for all the souls and for forgiveness. So many Japanese citizens spoke to us, welcoming us, telling us stories, sharing with us. I didn't feel worthy of my love for the country and its people was overwhelming. 
I'll never forget my time there. I'd like to go back to see if she's still there. The old lady? Mama-san or the wraith? I'm guessing um, the ghost, yes. Goddamn. Like, talk about, like... Okay, so... That's just some old lady chilling, and I was like, oh yeah, I got um, I got a wraith in my backyard, so I can just don't go down there. Well, I think there's, in older worlds, like older countries, they are still kind of attached to the older worlds that there were from before, and I think so. especially in Japan, they have more of a understanding and a respect of the dead. Um, yeah. I listened to a real life ghost stories from way back because I'm behind. And after, I believe, um, one of their really bad tsunamis, oh, there gosh. was just, um, unabounding hauntings. Yeah. And all the people just rolled with it. Like there were people that were trying to, they would get in taxis and like taxis were driving ghosts around and they knew that they were ghosts because every time they picked them up they would vanish and there were just these are things that they were doing to help them cope Move with on. where they were yeah yeah ah god damn like but i'm surprised you didn't pick up on what this woman is who the ghost what she is mm -hmm. uh oh la llorona basically she's a woman in white oh um and yeah, it is very interesting that there's. It's very easy to find a La Llorona kind of anywhere in the world. Interesting. Which is why when Supernatural did it, they didn't specifically call it La Llorona. They called it the woman. A woman in white. Because it's always a woman who, you know, intentionally or unintentionally killed her children and she didn't die. Um, and then to only then kill herself later. And be tormented by having to search for her children. Okay. Like, it happens so frequently in stories. Got it. Okay, so the rule is, Yak, you're, you're a lady. You accidentally kill your kids. You kill yourself unintentionally or in unintentionally. No, no you purposely kill yourself. Okay, you un purposely. You maybe intentionally. Typically, it's intentionally, but it's not always murder. I guess it is. Murder. But but it's like they were trying to all go together. And it's usually that the mother made this decision out of protection. Like, I think in the original La Llorona one, it's that, like, they didn't have money. Um, and so, like, rather than see them starve, she killed them kind of thing. There's very different takes that we did a long time ago, but that's the one I always remembered. But it's always, like, they did do it, but they always intended that they were all going to go out together. Right. And then in every one of these situations, the children died and she didn't. So then she ended up killing herself later. Okay. And that formula leads to a woman in life. Typically. Just like, are there multiple Winnebago's in, um, in cultures? Because like... I don't know enough about Winnebago's. From what I know, it's... You know, through the act of cannibalism. Okay. Um, and also there's that potential of like, if you dream about a Winnebago, um, they may be like looking into you and like they think that there's some places that say you can get like possessed with a bit Winnebago demon, um, which can turn you Odd. towards that. But it's been, that was our first episode that we ever did and it's 
it's been almost two years since I've done more research into Winnebago's. Yeah. Um, I've been just trying to hear indigenous people speak a bit more about it. Right, right. So. I just didn't know if that was another universal thing. No, I think it's typically spirits that happen. Because Winnebago's are like a paranormal phenomenon or paranormal creature. But like this is a spiritual phenomenon. But, like, that's how you'll get people that, like, are stuck replaying their deaths all the time, which is what was also happening in Japan, like, after the atomic bomb. Goddamn. That's what it was. Japan has been through so much. But, so, yeah, like, I, I'm also, I don't like the fact that the zoo was on the other side. (laughs) That's creepy. That's giving me some, like, New York. Bad city Abandoned New York city zoo that exists that me and Ella were supposed to talk about at some point. Oh, People shit, also really? say that's haunted. Like Death Bear from regular show. No. I it, I don't know that one. That episode. Don't remember Death Bear? No, I don't remember Death, Death Bear. Bear. I'm going to tell you the next one now, okay? No. Are you not ready? Uh, water. Oh, you don't have water. No, I don't have any water. This one comes from u slash PKP434. PKP! It's called My Daughter's Imaginary Friend. And imaginary is in quotes. Alright, demon or tulpa? <laughs> it could just be ghost. Oh, yeah. In 2013, my wife and I divorced, and we Oof. both moved into separate homes. The divorce went well, and we are still good friends to this day, partly because we have a daughter together. We agreed to split custody over our daughter, and I rented an old house in a historic district in the city where we live. It was a very pretty home, built in 1935, and kept up very well. I love it already, probably. Sounds great. I was supposed to be alive in 1930, but we know this. No, then I wouldn't be alive. Maybe you were. In the past. Past lives. Yeah. Were we married? I don't know. Sometimes I think you're brand new. I'm brand new. Yeah, this is your first time around. Wow. What? Call me a baby. No. Astral baby. Calling you, um, what's the word? Like, hopeful. Astrally adorable. Oh, okay. Baby. All right, well, here we go. I would have my daughter two weeks at a time, and she had a bedroom in the back of the house. She was three years old at the time, Oof. and I kept noticing her talking to her friend. One day I found her in a little closet talking to somebody, and I remember her saying she was talking to another little girl named Betty. No, no, this bad. I have no idea where she heard the name Betty. She was only three years old, but I just chalked it up, chalked it all up to a child's vivid imagination. Betty seems like a weird name for a child to just pick up in 2013. Yeah. The ghost or demon's probably like, Oh, Betty's a common name. Back to you, little whippersnapper. Back in my day. I know a Betty and a Peggy and a... S- I don't know what they're Sarah's. Sarah's are a very Sadie old Sue. name. No, that's a dog. Keep in mind, I'm a single dad to a little girl. I really have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to dressing her hair or just little girl stuff in general. That's probably why he got fucking divorced. You don't know why they got divorced. Stay out of their marriage. Why wouldn't he know shit if he's had three years to know this stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah. But you don't know why they got divorced. Well, it sounds like he needs to get his shit together. I think that, um, I think that there needs to be less stigma around men learning how to take care of their daughter's hair. Yeah, learn it. Because for a long time, if they're living for you for two, maybe for two weeks, they are live. They cannot do it themselves. So yeah, learn. Yeah, if we have a daughter, I'm gonna learn first thing. Her mother is good at that stuff, but not me. Oh, boo, boo! I'm the ghost. I put my daughter to bed one night after her bath. I remember brushing her hair that night, but that was all I did. Um, the very next morning, her mom came to pick her up from my house, and my daughter was just waking up. Her mom went back to her bedroom to find my daughter's hair was fixed into two perfect French braids. Her mom was really proud of me at first that I had done her hair so cute, but I told her that I didn't do that, and I couldn't do that. You can't even braid her hair, much less do perfect French braids. I told you that was the ghost saying it. The ghost was like, oh, boo, learn how to tie your daughter's hair, you fucking dad. I probably was. Like, really, that's all you did to her hair? Yeah, the ghost is is cool. No longer a demon. We asked our daughter how her hair got fixed, and she told us that Betty had done it during the night. I broke the contract on the rental agreement, and I moved out within the next month. I don't know that I would have moved out. I think it's a little odd, but, like, they braided her hair into two perfect French braids. That's some useful ghost stuff. Yeah. I'm, like, okay. That's a nice ghost. Betty the friendly ghost who also picks up after your incompetent ass. (laughs) Okay. And that's all in the title with the Casper the Friendly Ghost font. Oh. Um, this one comes from you slash Abby Kadabi. This one is called My Grandma's House is Haunted, but we're not allowed to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really funny. It's like, um, the farewell. Yeah. No one tell Grandma. Uh, I moved that salt. I'm sorry. (laughs) An elaborate, just whole You just get woken up in the morning. Where'd you put my shoes? Why are my shoes in the fireplace? I'm sorry, Grandma. I don't remember why I did that. Oh, yeah, I do that. Okay, thank you. And we still get Aquafina to play the lead. Okay. <laughs> She'd be like, ah, it's dang ghost. Uh, my grandma's house has always, for as long as I can remember, been a scary place. My dad and aunt and uncle grew up in the house and had paranormal experiences occur throughout their lives. One example was when my dad and uncle were teenagers. My uncle was walking down the steps and was swinging a towel as he had just washed his hair. What's her last names? I don't know. No one always says that. And my boys? No. Out of nowhere, my dad, who was standing in the living room at the bottom of the stairs, saw the towel straighten out in front of my uncle as if someone pulled it, and my uncle fell forcefully down the stairs. A little prankster. Now, my grandma hates all things paranormal, especially Ouija boards. Ditto, oh, duh. grandma. She knows what's up. And she would often visit gypsies. Um, one, that's not how we call them, but that seems counterproductive. So, wait. But I'm maybe she just likes like the good a, shit. I'm guessing it's just like um, like a tarot reader, yeah. psychic person. Not, a medium. Yeah. Yeah. But it just seems like an interesting thing to be like, I am against all things paranormal, 
and yet I will go see my uh, psychic. So it's a big no-no in our family to discuss the paranormal events that occur in her house. 20 years or so ago, my cousins and brothers were playing in the upstairs bedroom of my grandparents' house. The toys were set up in the room across the hall from them, and they were all in the same bedroom playing a board game. Out of nowhere, a Hot Wheels car, no batteries, no wind-up, just an average Hot Wheels car, slowly exited the room that the toys were in, <laughs> went across the hall, and into the room where they were all sitting. Did some kick flips and bullshit, and <laughs> did some Hot Wheels. Beat that! <laughs> Needless to say, they were all terrified. Around eight years ago, my older brother moved into the basement of their house. One night when he was home alone, he woke up out of a deep sleep, having felt like he was being shaken by someone. Oof. He stood up and instantly smelt gas. He went upstairs and outside the house. Later he found that there was a carbon monoxide leak. Okay. And if he had not woken up, there's a big chance that he could have died in his sleep. A good ghost. Another good ghost. See, this is some just little prankster dude, probably, or girl. Or I think non-binary there are multiple, ghost. multiple ghosts at home. Okay. And then they're just taking some Hot Wheels, yelling, beat that into the ethereal plane, doing flips. And then they're like, dude, you're gonna fucking die. I don't want you to join me just yet. Go. I think it's just, I think it's like an old house that has ghosts. Like, it was probably a kid that wanted to play with the other kid, and so he brought a clock over. Because that was fun. I think that the towel situation was probably an adult ghost that was just like, Stop smacking me in the face with a towel. Um, and then this one was obviously just like a nice ghost house. Months after that, when my grandparents were away for the weekend, the family decided to do a ghost radar app in their house. Uh, yeah, you can you can download them and they'll have like EVP okay. on things. So that does... Uh, it's not the most advanced information, but you can still do stuff. No, I'm just saying it does date this to... It said 2013. Oh. Yeah, that must have glossed completely over me. Mm -hmm. We all sat around the phone and my uncle asked the normal questions. Is anyone here? Blah, blah. Um, Is anyone he here? actually said blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> uh, then he asked who used to live in the basement. At this point, my brother had moved out. Um, and the ghost raider replied with my brother's full first name, which no one ever calls him. We were shocked. Um, so my uncle asked, how did you save my brother? It replied with, wake. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> he then asked, what did you save him from? And it said, gas. Needless to say, we were shocked. The last thing that I'm going to talk about that happens in the house is my grandmother's friend's obituary. Uh, they passed away probably 15 years ago, um, and they will show up in their kitchen every month or so. They usually say hello. The obituary? The obituary will show up in their, in their um, kitchen. It's um, probably the grandma being like, hey, hey, don't forget about me, guys. It's not the it, the grandma is the grandma's house. She still lives there. Oh, whose obituary is it? One of the grandma's friends. Oh, the friends just checking in. It's like yeah. Hey, bitch, what you doing? They usually say hello to their friend and put the obituary back in the basement where it is supposed to stay. <laughs> A little while later, it will show back up in the kitchen. 
I hope this isn't like a murder house AHS situation where they're trapped there. That this, I hope this house is just like a thin veil between the planes. I mean, it doesn't seem like a mean. I don't get a mean vibe from nah. any of the stories. No, not at all. So it just seems like it's a house that has people in it still. Okay. This is the last one. Um, this is from you slash deleted, and it's titled "My Aunt's Ex-Boyfriend." Uh oh. I've been told this by several different people. I believe it for reasons, for that reason and a few others. Uh, when my grandmother left my abusive grandpa many years before I was born, fuck that guy. She moved herself and two of her three daughters, um, my mom and aunt, into a new house. My aunt met a guy and they started dating. He was what you could call a greaser, a hot rod driving, leather jacket wearing, greased back hair having dude. Hey! And this would have been the early 70s. Oh, pretty late to the game. You know, Sandy. Sandy! I wish I'd never laid eyes on you. <laughs> Most nights he would park down the street and walk to her bedroom window, tap on it, and she would let him in through it. Her bedroom was at the back of the house, and the driveway was gravel, and it went past my mom's bedroom. So my mom told me that every time he did it, she could hear his boots crunching on the ground yeah. as he walked by. Uh, uh, what's the fucking point of, like, sneaking in the back? Because you're, like, okay, having lived... Okay, no. My, gr- my grandparents' place, mm-hmm. um, my dad's parents they had a gravel road and a fucking bronco or any sort of car rolling up on that thing just well that's why he didn't drive the car onto the gravel (laughs) that's the boots yeah but he didn't drive the car onto the gravel he walked on it so he was trying oh he parked on the street and then walked on the gravel up to her window. You know, you keep you saying things that I'm not registering in you my head. You have to listen. And I'm very sorry about that. And also, like, I'm sure, like, one, it was quieter, and it was just having to walk past her sister's room, and so, so I'm sure she wasn't concerned about her sister ratting on her. No. And I'm, I used to sneak in my high school boyfriend to my room, too, but I was, was a lot more stealthy. Mm-hmm. And this sounds like the burbs anyway, so you're going to hear everything from here to Milwaukee. We have no idea where it is. But we do have a Milwaukee in Oregon. Okay. Um, they would do whatever they did, and he would climb back out the window, and he would leave. That sounds very bland. Just like, oh yeah, they fucked. Okay, but Maybe they didn't fuck, babe. Sure. Maybe they spent not- hours talking. And, and then he left. And just giving sweet little... Um, what's the word? Smooches and saying sweet nothings. Mm -hmm. Somehow she eventually met who would become my uncle. Um, they're still married now. Cool. And so she broke things off, broke things off with this guy. And he didn't take it well. Uh Uh-oh. One night he stopped by and tapped on the window. She let him in and they talked for over an hour. Okay. And he left. The phone rang in the living room and she went out to answer it. Her friend was on the other end sobbing. She told my aunt that he had killed himself. Uh, oh, oh. He drove around in his hot rod with a buddy, drinking liquor and shooting mailboxes. They pulled into a convenience store parking lot, and he shot himself in the face, kissing him. 
kissing? <laughs> Killing himself. Um, my aunt said that was impossible as he had just left her house. And she looked up and saw him standing outside, staring at her through the living room window with blood all over his face. Oh. Ella would be freaking out. And it's sad because I picked these ones knowing that she would like them and she's never going to hear it. Because, wait, no. She might listen to this. We might make her listen to her po- her own podcast because it's you and, and me. She wouldn't, and she wouldn't, and her Ella. voice is not in it. And she'll be like, oh, no. Um, so she screamed, woke everyone ah! up in the house, and he disappeared. Gotta go. My aunt told them that night what had gone on. That was the only time she ever spoke about it. I've asked her a couple times to tell me, and she won't. That's, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad we have therapy now and it's not stigmatized, because too many people hold on to shit like that, and it's like, I'm never gonna talk about it. Oh, I think it's her decision if she doesn't want to talk about it. To anyone else, but if she talks about it to a therapist, that's good. I mean, I don't think it's holding her back in like I think she just doesn't want to talk about how she broke up with a ghost. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my ghost boyfriend. What, what do you think ghost Fonzie would sound like? I don't know. I didn't watch Happy Days, but... Or a ghost greaser. The G squared, as they said. I think he would sound like a normal person. <laughs> that was the joke you wanted to say? <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's probably very traumatic to know that this guy died, and what he did was come to her, and then she broke up with him. <laughs> Ghost. And then she went out and answered the phone call, and he was staring at her in blood. Yeah. About to kill a bug. What type of bug? You didn't I didn't kill, kill it. Ah. Uh, it was a some sort of flying bug. Are you done? Yes. Grandma and Mom eventually told me about it years later at different times. From then on, my mom would hear his boots crunching in the gravel every night, and my aunt would every hear night? him tap on the window. Ah, oh, dog. It Come got, on, leave her alone. It got so bad for my aunt that she begged my mom to switch rooms. They did, and my mom heard the tapping on the window every night. Oh, wait, the same window, or...? They switched rooms, so, like... Her mom ended up living in her aunt's room. Okay. So the ghost didn't... I don't know why you're having really such a hard time well, keeping track. I couldn't figure out if it was the ghost followed to the other room or not. No. It's, okay. it's, still, it's just going on the same routine that it was doing when I was alive. Goddamn. Ghost trauma. Also, my grandma told me that... Told me they'd always find his brand of cigarette buds in the ashtrays and only he smoked them. A few other things happened in that house before they moved, like my grandma woke up one morning an inch from the ceiling. When she screamed, the bed fell back to the floor. Back in 2008 or so, when I happened to deliver pizza to that house, I asked the woman if anything strange went on there, and her face froze. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, yeah, I got family used to live here. Do, do you get any ghosts? She said that the back room window got tapped on all the time, as well as knocking on the side door. Even though the driveway was paved, she would hear footsteps in gravel. Could you imagine just like you've been hearing weird noises at night and then you're like, okay, 
Let's just calm down. Let's order some pizza. (laughs) And then the pizza delivery person gets there and they're like, hey, do you you got ghosts? And they're like, I don't know. It's like, well, okay, do you ever get like tapping on your window? It's like, why the fuck do you know that? Peace. I think it's always like a weird thing when people go back to their house and like confirm that stuff that was happening is still happening. Yeah. And like, I don't know what I would do with that. I mean, I think I'd be, like, grateful for the information, especially if they can give, like, a reason why that's happening. happening. Like, if we were living in there and we were hearing tapping, like, I'd be freaking out. And then a pizza person comes and is like, oh, yeah, that was my aunt's, like, boyfriend who died in a car accident. Or, no, he killed himself for reasons we don't know. Um, and he's just, he's stuck in his routine of coming to visit her every day. Yeah, how would you process that information? Yeah, I don't know. I'd be like, I hope they didn't like open the window. It's like pizza delivery person. You're high, correct? <laughs> no, I swear to God, I'm telling the truth. Slams the door in their face. It's me we're talking about. I would be asking a bunch of questions. True. Well, those are all my stories that I have. Yeah. What was your favorite? Uh, definitely Ghost Fonzie. Ghost Fonzie was your favorite? No, it's got to be the first one. Just because, like, Mama San sounds like a fucking badass. <laughs> um. And, like, any chance to say, like, hey, hey, kid, like, don't I, go I, into the cemetery. I gotta level right? with you. Look, see that? That's a wraith. You'll get fucked. Okay, bye, kid. Like, enjoy your green tea. Mm hmm. Any chance, any ghost stories that involves kids discovering there's a fucking ghost? I don't know. I think it's like, I like stories like Stranger Things and other things where the kids are the main characters and they fucking have to deal with it regardless. It's like it and mm-hmm. Stranger Things. It's traumatic for them, yes, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I don't know. I think I liked the, um, I'm not allowed to tell my grandma her house is haunted. <laughs> because that was a really funny story. But I think, like, I remember just being like, I found a lot of good ones this time around. Because sometimes Reddit's kind of like a hit or a miss. Oh, yeah. But these were some really great stories, and yeah. I think it's really cool, and part of me wishes that I had, like, a cool haunted house, No. but also I don't know no. that I would be okay with that, because I'm an introvert, and I need to be able to be alone. Yeah, I've had enough hauntings of my own, and I will gladly well, not Yours is not haunting. necessarily a haunting. It's more dramatic. The, what, hellhounds? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm putting together a thing that is kind of reminiscent of our first episode for our anniversary. And really? I'm trying to do some other things. I know me and Ella have talked about playing um, games on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Or Switch. Twitch. Switch is another thing. Um, Ollie, Twitch and then uploading it to our YouTube channel. But we just kind of need to get settled a little more. Please feel free to let us know what type of games you would like to see. We talked yeah. about playing old scary games like Slender the Arrival because Ellen was a hate that game. We've talked about some <laughs> Nancy Drew games. You played um, Mist from the 90s. I don't know what that would look like, though. Well, this isn't my channel. This is your guys' channel. I I'm mean, I like scary things, but like I throw mouses, mises, keyboards... Because I don't like to be that close to stuff. So um, we'll see where that goes. And let us know what you would like to see from that. Because 
we can try to see if we can accommodate. Um, okay, so let's tell them the things. Um, you can find us on Twitter, or not me, you can find them, Alexa and Ella, the Nope Girls. Um, I don't know. On Instagram, Twitter, at Nope underscore I'm underscore... No, wait, that's not right. That's it, it? yeah. Nope underscore I'm underscore scared. And then uh, for email, again, it's nopeimscaredpodcast at gmail.com. You can speak your mind, whatever you want. You can give us suggestions for cases that you want us to cover, um, paranormal stuff. My dog is drinking water. Because we had to turn the air conditioner off, and it is hot. It is hot. Um, but yeah, please continue to rate and review so that way we know what's going on and what you guys like to hear us talk about. Yeah, listener stories. I want to hear listener stories. There's only been one so far. Two. Okay. Really? I don't know. There was the one with okay, the exorcism. One. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, so stick around. I know we're really trying to get back to our schedule, and I... I'm so grateful that you guys have stuck with us, and I've seen a lot of you guys going back, or maybe there's new people coming in, listening to old things, and you guys are catching up. So thank you so much for sticking around, and uh, with that, I hope you have a very spooky day. Bye! Bye!